This is Coffee with Caro. Good afternoon, listeners. My name is Caroline and you are tuned into Inspire Radio. So good to be in on a Friday afternoon, a little bit unexpected, but uh, we are doing all sorts of crazy and different things at the moment because we're just, uh, I like to say we're making it up as we go along because we're all novices. We're all just volunteers here. And as you know, we're very, very new. We've moved into our our, um, actual physical premises over the last two weeks, actually probably taken more like two months, but we've gone live on Monday. Monday and things are starting to settle down. We're starting to feel a bit of a rhythm. It's great to be with you on a Friday. I'm going to do a little bit of uh, a throwback, I think, today. So it's it's going to be, um, you know, stuff from my era, maybe the 80s. Uh, maybe I'll chuck in a couple of modern ones in there as well. Just going to spend this first hour of the afternoon with you, just playing some tunes, having some chats. Nothing too heavy, nothing too fancy. Middle of the day, we might be speaking to a specialist. I'm hoping to reach out to her if I can catch her on the line. I did try earlier but her line was not very good so um, I don't want to pre-announce her before I know that I've actually got her in hand. But from two to three I'm definitely going to be speaking to somebody called Joe Saunders. Now you may have seen Joe if you're somebody who goes on LinkedIn and um, she is an absolute specialist at what she does. She talks really about future-proofing your brand and she's a coach, a trainer, a speaker. She knows how to energize your presence um, and she's going to tell us what all of that actually means. She is Jo Saunders from Wildfire Social Marketing and as I said, she's a LinkedIn expert. So she's going to talk about how to position yourself, especially if you are somebody who is currently looking for employment or wanting to change career direction. But if you've been uh, a victim of the recent COVID layoffs and the redundancies, then Joe Saunders is your girl. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what to do on your platform and then we'll probably cover off on all things um, regarding mental health and well-being and how just to stay motivated and positive during this difficult time. I'm looking forward to spending the afternoon with you. Remember you can catch me on our socials. You can send in any questions that you like. You can find me on the Facebook page which is Inspire Radio Online. Otherwise you can uh, even send us a text message if you like on 0467 771 416 or you can email us info at inspireradio.org.au. For the community, Inspire Radio. And I'm back. It's 12.20. You're on Coffee with Caro. It's Friday the 31st of July, people. July is finished. How did that happen so quickly? Unbelievable that the entire month has just rushed past. We've been so busy here at Inspire Radio and that's because we've been prepping all sorts of good things to bring to you. One of the things that I'm going to be doing on uh, later on today is I'm going to be speaking to Joe Saunders from Wildfire Social Marketing about what it is that she does on LinkedIn to help people who want to position themselves in their best possible light and stand in their best possible skin so that uh, prospective employers can see them and uh, hopefully select them and that we can move them through this transition phase. There's a lot of uh, different opportunities available at the moment and it is really just about positioning yourself. So um, we've got that to share and of course after three o'clock we've got Gabby and Ria who are going to be speaking to the Premier. Yes, Mr Mark McGowan is going to be in the house and uh, he's coming down to Inspire Radio which is very exciting and we're hoping to have a really good natter with him. Also exciting, on Monday, I'm going to be speaking to Mayor Barry Samuels and I'm going to be finding out what's happening in our city, have a little bit of a chat to him about his background, how he got into politics and uh, I'm going to be uh, asking him any questions that you put through to our station via our Facebook page. So please make sure that if you've got anything for Barry Samuels, please make sure you jump onto our Facebook page um, page and put up those questions for us so that we can talk to him. I know that he is just the sweetest thing. You're on Coffee with Caro. It is so funny how so many of us react badly when you're in conversation and somebody catches you unawares and asks you a question that you have no idea how to answer. This morning I was uh, speaking with a couple of clients and uh, one of the gentlemen asked a lady, so what is it exactly that you want to be doing with your life? 
And she had no idea how to answer. And he really put her on the spot. And I said to him, um, she, she's not quite ready yet with her um, personal mission statement because what she really wants to be saying is, oh, well, at the moment I'm currently just looking to get back into full-time employment and I'm in business administration. But she wasn't able to articulate that quickly enough and it really put her on the spot. And then, of course, she became flustered and it became harder and harder for her then to articulate what it was she was trying to say. But at the end of the day, and you'll hear this from Jo Saunders when I speak to her a little bit later on about um, social marketing and how to really promote yourself and put yourself in the best um, place possible – It's all about being authentic and that authenticity is really knowing that you know what you know, you're happy to admit what you don't know and you're so willing to learn anything that there is to know. Uh, But between now and then, there's nothing for you to stress about and Elton John said it perfectly with us. You're on Coffee with Caro. I bet you weren't expecting a Matata in Spanish, not on a Friday afternoon. But I just wanted to let you know that everything's going to be okay. No worries, no worries. It's all going to be okay. It doesn't matter what language you're in, it's going to be okay. So don't stress if you haven't got all of your act together all at once. we got lots and lots of helpful hints and information coming to you live from Inspire Radio. That's Bob Dylan with Just Like Tom Thumbs Blues. It's 12.51 on the 31st of July. It's Friday afternoon. Wonder what you up to for the weekend. I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm going to be hitting the town with my family. I've got uh, my eldest daughter and her partner coming through from Frio. They're joining us for dinner in the town. So um, we're not sure where we're going to go, actually. I want to try something new. I am thinking of trying out a new restaurant in Rockingham for dinner tonight. So if you've got any hints or tips for me and you want to advise me where I might try, um, hit me up on our Facebook page, which is Inspire Radio Online, and let me know what your favourite place is to go for dinner in Rockingham. I think that uh, I'll be hard-pressed to find somewhere where I haven't eaten before, but there are a couple of new restaurants, so I'm hoping that uh, I will find somewhere that is new for all of us because uh, we love trying new restaurants and we love supporting local. So that's something that uh, we like to do on a Friday night to go out, have a couple of cold ones, share a nice meal, spend some time with family. We were talking this morning about a lady just... um, losing her mind because somebody said where are you in your life right now and she wasn't sure how to answer and so it gave me the opportunity to think a little bit about um, leadership and uh, the irony of not always working for the perfect company the opportunity is not to discover the perfect company for ourselves the opportunity is to build the perfect company for each other so if you are somebody who's doing the nine to five and you're working in a company really it comes down to you to help to create that perfect um, social economy that you're working in there's a whole section obviously in every bookshop that's called self-help but there's no section in any bookshop called help others where you can just spend time learning how to be somebody who really does help. The irony is that success and joy actually come from the service we offer to others. I'm going to say that again. Success and joy comes from the service that you do for others, volunteering, the things that you do at work for other people, unsolicited. That's actually where success and joy come from. It's not how can I lose 10 pounds? It's How can I help my friend feel healthy and strong? It's not how can I find my dream job. It's how can I help someone I care about find their own calling. It's the act of service, not the selfish pursuit that actually helps us to solve the same problems we face in our own lives more effectively. What's more, It turns a short-term selfish goal, like I need to lose another 10 kilos, uh, into 
a much bigger thing, something that is much more long-lasting, something which is much more stable, and certainly something which is much more noble, which automatically makes you feel better, right? I mean, I know it's old-fashioned to say one wants to feel noble, but you don't have to feel noble. You just have to feel good. Uh, I know that a lot of the schools and, and in teaching young people call it those warm and fuzzies. If we go to work and we don't love our jobs, Quitting is not the only option. We can choose to commit ourselves to ensuring that our colleagues love coming to work. Our work becomes helping them to find their calling. That act of service not only changes the way our co-workers feel about their jobs, it actually changes the way we feel about our jobs. That act of service is actually called leadership. It's not hard. You want to be an uptown girl? It's what you got to do. It's 102 and you're on Coffee with Caro. Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, but learning to dance in the rain. This is something that uh, I've been trying to practice. I've been trying to be really positive and stay motivated and focused, especially during this COVID time when there wasn't as much business as I would normally have, certainly wasn't getting my social interaction that I would normally have. And uh, it was starting to get a little bit on my nerves and starting to play on my mind. There's uh, a lot of us out there that struggle with the idea of not being as as viable and as valuable as we need to be at all times. But just keeping this little um, quote up, I suppose it's one of those little Facebooky meme things. Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, but learning to dance in the rain. I know there is an African proverb that's very very similar about uh, making. Uh, you know, taking the opportunity to dance in the rain. Don't worry about the thunderstorm, but watch out for the lightning and don't get struck. You've just listened to uh, Your Body by Christina Aguilera and uh, we're going to take this one from Guy Sebastian before I come back with some support and advice around uh, the uh, wherewithal that you need to get yourself ready and going on LinkedIn. At two o'clock at the top of the hour, I'm going to be speaking to Jo Saunders. She's LinkedIn expert and uh, it's important that we start to position ourselves correctly and for that one of the things you need to do is your about section and that about section is going to tell us all about you and it doesn't necessarily have to be a regurgitation of your entire resume so we're just going to talk a little bit during the next hour about what you can actually put into that section and what that looks like for you. Right, so we are going to be talking about your LinkedIn profile and what you should write in your LinkedIn about section. So it just, uh, you know, it makes such a big difference. A seemingly small change by LinkedIn added a significant amount to that first section when they went on and they changed that opportunity for you to put down enough stuff in the personal profile. What used to be a title-free section is now actually labelled about, which provides you with direction um, as to what you need to write, but also for the reader. So instead of mindlessly skimming somebody's profile, the is drawn immediately to the about word which is quite big and it's in bold and then the brain recognizes that the content underneath speaks to the owner of the profile and once you open that up it will um, it'll now start to tell you all about me or whoever it is that you are busy looking at and from a standpoint from of your job searching uh, journey, you want to be looking at people who are working for the company that you want to work for already. You can also have a look at recruiters and you can look at the general manager or CEO in an area or an industry that you are keen to look at. But what should you write in your LinkedIn about section? From a content standpoint, nothing really should change. There are still three primary ways to write your about section based on the purpose of your LinkedIn profile. So number one, job search. If you are unemployed or underemployed or looking to change your job, it is critical that this section be based 
on the purpose of your LinkedIn profile, okay? So it must include relevant keywords. This will help you appear in searches conducted by recruiters or hiring managers using LinkedIn Recruiter. It's still important, however, to think through the content of your About section, particularly the first two or three lines. When that recruiter or hiring manager clicks to view your profile, you have seconds to make a first impression. So write those first few lines with the recruiter or the hiring manager in mind and make them really count. Check the jobs board, search for the type of job you want on LinkedIn and pull keywords or phrases from the requirements. Make sure that you apply them though and also make sure that they apply to you, that you can actually do those things. Add some of your specialities. A sly way to add keywords is to add a speciality section to the bottom. Simply add the word in all capitals. Uh, this is the word specialities. And that is really SEO friendly. So in other words, it's search engine optimization for you. And there is a way that you can optimize your LinkedIn profile. And that way you can also be picked up by LinkedIn lead generation and LinkedIn profile optimization. And uh, you'll come to the top. So remember, when you are doing your about section, I'm going to say it again, if you're doing your job search, it's important in your about section to choose some keywords that are already advertised in the roles that you type of roles that you are looking for and embed those in the first two or three lines. Another tip is to make sure that you have a section called specialities and you can add some keywords to that section at the bottom. And if you put that word specialities in all caps and follow it uh, with the SEO friendly items, then you are bound to come up in that um, search engine. So that is when you are looking for employment. So that the first example that I've given you is uh, for a job search. So the second thing that I would um, talk about a little bit in that about section is if you are using your LinkedIn profile for lead generation. So if you are looking to generate leads with your LinkedIn profile, your about section should literally be an extension of your sales page. The weight of salesy speak will vary based on what you are selling and who you are selling to. However, please ask yourself the following questions. Is it more important for the reader to know who I am or what I do? And this often comes down to how vulnerable your customer or client has to be to work with you. If you're a health coach, for example, your client is really in need of you and they also need to trust you in order to work with you. You will want to speak more to who you are in that instance. But if you're a copywriter or a website designer, you will lean more towards talking about what you do or what you have done. So I'll just repeat that again. If you are wanting to do lead generation on your LinkedIn profile, your about section should be an extension of your sales page. Don't make it too salesy. Ask yourself these couple of really important questions. And the first one is, is it more important for the reader to know who I am or what I do? And that will determine if you if you are speaking to somebody because you, you're going to be working with them intimately or on a personal level, you're going to be coaching them, you might be a health coach, you might be a gym owner, you might be somebody who is doing life coaching. In that case, you will want to speak more to who you are. But if it's a service that you're selling, if you're a copywriter or a website designer or you're somebody who um, installs fire extinguishers, you will lean more towards talking about what you do or what you have done. I'll be back with more tips on what to put into the About section on your LinkedIn profile just after this.
It's one twenty-three. You're on Coffee with Caro and I'm sharing some ideas about what to do with your LinkedIn profile on the About section. So there are three main ways that you can go about dealing with your About section. Number one is if you're doing a job search, then that's one of your primary ways. So if you're unemployed looking to change jobs, you want to put some, uh, you want to check your jobs boards, make sure that the type of job that you um are looking for has got some keywords and phrases put those in to your about section and make sure that you do the word specialities um, in bold type and uh, make sure that it's all in capitals and then put some of those keywords in there and that'll uh, support you with your profile optimization so that you come up first. The second thing that I've just started talking about is using your LinkedIn profile for lead generation. And I said it's important for the reader to know who you are or what you do. So decide which of those you're going to use and make sure you you answer that for your reader. The next one I want to talk a little bit about is what will catch the attention of my audience. So my about section starts with the phrase, I have found my zone of genius. I'll say that again in case you're writing this down. I have found my zone of genius. Now, this is a reference to The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. There are multiple people that always inquire for services after reading that line. In short, it catches the attention of my audience. What will pull in the person you want to attract Think about it. What will pull in the person you want to attract? So if I start saying stuff like I have found my zone of genius, then uh, people who know Gay Hendricks and uh, his book, The Big Leap, they are obviously going to jump at that. If I said something like, let me help you lean in, then people who know of the CEO of uh, Facebook, um, Sandberg is her name, they will immediately go, oh, she's read the book Lean In and um, and they'll be attracted to that. So what will pull in the person you want to attract and use that to catch your audience's attention? You need to also think about, will my target be searching for what I provide? Some products and services are searched for on LinkedIn. So for example, like copywriting or website design, but others aren't. I wouldn't be going to LinkedIn if I was looking for a builder, right? It's just not something that LinkedIn is going to be used for. So think about it. If you are offering something that will be searched for, then make your about section obviously include all those relevant keywords. What is your target going to be searching for? So for example, my target with Ningi Careers, my target audience is going to be searching for employment or employability skills or career advice. So I make sure that in my about section, I use the words career advisor. I use the words employability skills training. I also use the words interview training skills. If you're a website designer, You would want to say um, website design, landing pages. You would want to use all of the key words that will attract your target audience. So that's how to use LinkedIn as a lead magnet, you know, as for lead generation. The third way that you can use LinkedIn, I would hesitate to say that my guest who's going to come onto the show at two o'clock with me, Joe Saunders, she's definitely an influencer. And that is the third way that you can use LinkedIn. So I'm defining influencer here as a person who will be vetted through LinkedIn. This may be a C-level employee, maybe with a publicly traded company or very sought after speaker or someone in a credentialed industry. So for example, a lawyer or a doctor, um, those are credentialed industries. In each of these scenarios, the goal of the about section is to provide credibility because the user is visiting the profile to enhance trust. The only reason people look me up on LinkedIn is to find out what is she doing? Is she... you know, is she somebody who's going to be able to help me transition my career? Or is she somebody who's going to help me get onto the radio? So that's why a lot of people would ne- would go and find me on LinkedIn. 
tips for writing this section as an influencer, because remember, your profile is there to enhance trust. So I would recommend that you speak in the third person. So think about first person versus third person. I really recommend writing in the third person, especially since LinkedIn wants us all to operate our own profiles. But the decision should come down to what the target audience would be more comfortable with. And then tell your story. Users will visit your profile to learn who you are. Include a lot of what you would say within a professional bio. So just remember, this is almost like your elevator pitch. People are visiting your profile to learn who you are. Include a lot of what you would say within a professional bio. And that way, you've got, um, you've got your uh, basics covered. If you're using it for job searching, you know that you're going to make sure that you check your jobs boards and add your specialities. If you're using it for lead generation, you're going to ask yourself the question, is it more important for the reader to know who I am or what I am? And then, or what I do, should I say. So who I am, that's if your client is a little bit vulnerable, somebody you're working with maybe as a health coach, for example. And what I do is maybe if you're delivering a service. And in that case, you know that the client is going to immediately be building trust with you. So that's why you want to use that difference if you're doing lead generation. Okay, then you need to consider what's going to catch my audience's attention. Your about section must start with something catchy because I'm only going to give you two or three seconds to see whether or not I'm interested in reading any further. So you want to start that with something really catchy. Remember I used the example, I have found my zone of genius. Um, I'm no longer suffering from imposter syndrome. I'm an expert in this and I believe myself. Will your target be searching for what you provide? Remember, not everybody will be using LinkedIn to search for specific services. So make sure that your about section includes relevant keywords for the, the, the service or um, product that you sell. And then number three, being an influencer. Remember, if you're an influencer, you might be somebody who is sought after as a speaker. I know that I've got a couple of gigs being a keynote speaker, and that's come directly from uh, LinkedIn. And somebody who is in a credentialed industry, like a lawyer or a doctor or a magistrate, you would also then make sure that you have a profile that uh, allows you to stand out as an influencer. Uh, also, if you are one of the LinkedIn experts, then this means you've been vetted through LinkedIn and you are then defined as an influencer. So in all of those scenarios, the goal of the About section is to provide credibility because remember, the user is only visiting your profile to enhance trust. And this should be setting you up for success. That's what we're all about here on Coffee with Caro. We're here to set you up for success. I want to make sure, guys, that you are ready to go. At the top of the hour at 2 o'clock, I'll be speaking to LinkedIn expert Joe Saunders, and she's going to be sharing with us lots of interesting tips about uh, LinkedIn and other stuff. And uh, aside from that, she's just a really good guess. This is Coffee with Caro. Sweet dreams from the uh, Eurythmics. It it was necessary for me to play that because I suddenly realised that uh, I'd been finding some of my tracks off of um, a playlist from Amazon Music called "Powerful Woman of Pop," <laughs> and I suddenly realised well, all I've all I've put up maybe is uh, "Powerful Woman in Pop," which was not my intention. Talking about powerful men uh, on. Uh, at three o'clock this afternoon, we're going to be talking to Mark McGowan here live on radio. We've got Gabby and Rhea coming in and they're going to be chatting to Mark about all things Rockingham and uh, all things 
about uh, what he does for us, how amazing he's, how he's been, and, and he's just, uh, yeah, been really, really critical in keeping us all safe here in WA. So I know they've got lots and lots of fun stuff lined up to talk to him about. It's not going to be super serious, so just an opportunity maybe to get to know Mark a little bit better. Talking about more powerful men, on Monday on Coffee with Caro between 12 and 3 o'clock, I'm going to be talking to Barry Semmels, the Mayor of Rockingham, and I'm looking forward to that as well because I'm I want to hear a little bit about his backstory, um, how he got into politics and uh, what possessed him to put his hand up to become a mayor. I am looking forward to that because it's also going to give Barry a chance to share with listeners what he's got up his sleeve for Rockingham, where we're going, the developmental stuff, stuff that he's passionate about, and then any worries that he's got, you know, what keeps him up at night, uh, what are we doing in our city or not doing in our city uh, that we could be doing a little bit better. I still haven't heard from, uh, I don't think I've heard from anybody about where I'm going to dinner. Come on, guys, help me out here. I need to uh, I need to take my family out to dinner tonight and I've promised them a really nice dinner in Rockingham at a local restaurant. So I see Kelly, thank you so much. She said the collective or the pink duck. Rustico always, yes, Ash, you are quite right. Thank you so much, Ash Walker. Love Rusticos, love pink duck. Uh, the collective, I'm not sure. Is that the one that's um, on that that's got the street access near the shopping centre? Um, yeah, I've been to all all three of those. Come on, I need some new ones. That uh, that was great of you both to give me those suggestions. But uh, what about something new? Is there anything new in town that I haven't been to before? Another firm favourite of ours is spices on the ocean. Love a good curry on a Friday night. Hello. Good afternoon, Joe Saunders. You're on Coffee with Caro. How are you? I am very well, Caroline. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Thank you so much for jumping on board with me this afternoon and talking about all things LinkedIn. I hope you've been listening to the show so long. Of course. Ah, good girl, good girl. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like my Flashback Friday? I've been (laughs) playing some old stuff, a little bit of new stuff, but mainly old stuff. (laughs) I love the old stuff, you know me. <laughs> yeah. To that end, you did send me some tunes that you wanted me to play while we were on air. And um, some of them I found, some of them I didn't found. And I think it's my own stupidity because you know how I said here at Inspire Radio, we're all just still learning and we're all volunteers. So I'm not 100% certain how to search through all the catalogs, but I'm getting there slowly but surely. So you'll have to uh, put up with me. But I do have one cued for you um, from Depeche Mode. So we might uh, go to that after we have a little bit of a chat. First thing I want to know is give us, uh, our listeners want a little bit of a snap shot I've given your professional background tell me um, so that our listeners know who exactly you are give us a little bit of a snapshot of your background yeah okay uh, well for the last decade I've been helping people understand social media but specifically LinkedIn as a platform how to use it how to leverage it how to set themselves up how to network all those sorts of things um, but the, the reason I got into LinkedIn as a I suppose as, as a niche um, if I was helping people with social media generally but also helping people with their branding and marketing. Um, I have a background in events, so it, it was sort of a, um, a stepping stone from events, event marketing into social media, into LinkedIn. Yeah, literally so a no-brainer, right? Yeah, they just lead themselves uh, together. And, and they're, all, they're all about helping people come together in some way, whether it's in person or online. And before that, um, a little hobby side business, Way you know, where before I realised I actually had a business was um, running a pen friend <laughs> club, which is all about helping people connect via good old pen and paper. Talk about flashback! <laughs> wow, and that was long before the internet, right? So you had this pen pal club, yeah. and uh, you had people all over the world engaged. Yeah, yeah, way, way before I'm showing my age here, and I still, <laughs> I'm still, in, I'm still in touch with I think it's three pen friends back from the day, and we're now, of course, we're Facebook friends. Fantastic, fantastic. So you launched Wildfire Social Marketing. Tell us about the business and what it is that you do for people. Yeah, so the business it's gone through a few evolutions as, as business does, but essentially, uh, I help people 
understand and navigate social media. So I help them get set up. I help them um, start using it effectively so that they can position themselves and be seen as the, you know, the go-to expert or the go-to in their field, whether they're, I mean, you know, generally I work with businesses, but I do a lot of training with people who are in, you know, job-seeking career development space or even students just getting started. Okay, great. Let's go through, I've been promising listeners that we'll share with them some of the things that they need to know and do about their actual profile page. Can we spend a few minutes just talking about the profile page and what people can do to best position themselves if they are specifically looking for employment at the moment? Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people who are um, either between roles or things that are a little bit shaky at the moment. So firstly, you know, you want to have a profile that's easy to be found. So having a profile in the first place that's up to date, that's got, you know, your name, a photo that looks like you, that's current, and a positioning statement that says more than you just, you know, your past job title. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I spent a bit of time um, earlier on talking about the the LinkedIn about section and how to position yourself there either as a job seeker or if you want to use it for lead generation or if you're an influencer and um, and shared some advice with listeners. I'm not going to cover over that again, but it is also yep. important to get recommendations and make sure that they are on that front page, isn't it? Well, absolutely, because you want people to come to your profile and feel a sense of who you are, but also a, a sense of credibility. And some of that comes from the external indicators. And a big one is their recommendations because it's someone else's words about you. It's not just what you're saying about yourself, how awesome you are, you know, how you're number one best-selling author or the, you know, the, the mm. world's best knitter or whatever it is you're doing. Because um, knitting is a, a big thing at the moment, I think, well, particularly for people staying at home. Mm. <laughs> and it's about... <laughs> What, cause what other people say about you is speak volumes. Right, yeah. And and let's face it, you're going to sell me a lot better than I'm going to sell me. Isn't that true? <laughs> well, absolutely, because, you know, I can talk about myself and it, it just it just it feels awkward. And a lot of people are not really comfortable doing that anyway. Um, but if someone else is doing it, it's just much easier for it to come across as a bit more authentic and natural. And plus, when it's on your profile, there's a connection between the two people, between yourself and that person giving it. So it's not made up, if, you know, if you want to the better yes. term. You know it's credible and, and legit because you can click on that person's profile and see them and even ask them questions. Yes, and why they in fact may may or may not have positioned themselves as somebody who could speak on your behalf. So they, or on top of that, they're also selling your product or service, which is a good thing too. Yeah, well, that's right. So, yeah, you know, and it, it makes you so, so much more approachable, doesn't it? Sorry for interrupting you. It makes you so much more approachable, yeah. doesn't it? Well, that's right, and you know, it, and it also can start a conversation because if someone's getting in touch with you, they might want to ask them further questions about what the person said about you. So it opens that up. But these recommendations don't just come to you magically. I mean, you might be you might be the best person, you know, in in your role or your industry, but people don't necessarily think about giving them unless they're a heavy LinkedIn user. So most, for the most part, you've got to actually ask for them, which in yes. itself can be a bit... And a bit, I know you know, you've shared with me challenge. before, uh, there's a trick to asking for those recommendations, isn't there? Yeah, so if you... When, if you obviously, you've got to be um, connected to the person you're asking. Well, I say obvious, but it's obvious to me, clearly. Um, <laughs> but, you, but you do have to be. But then when you ask, you can either send the default message, which is a really, you know, really boring kind of message and doesn't give the person any direction or assistance. So it's much better if you grab that message and actually say something personal, particularly to ask questions, because if you ask a few questions, it will help frame the response, which helps the person giving it to you, but also helps you receive something that's, that's useful to you. So you know, if you think of some questions that are going to help, so you know, for instance, it might be, what was the um, what was my biggest asset in that role, or what was the biggest difference I made, or why why should other people hire me or engage me? Those sorts of things that people can answer easily. That's perfect. What great advice. With that, I'm going to tell you that you are going to go quiet for a little while because I'm going to cut to Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode, but you are not cut off. Do not go away, Joe Saunders. We'll be back straight after Depeche Mode. 
Joe, when we were off air, we were uh, we were just talking about being authentic earlier on today, and we were just saying that it's really important to use your own voice, isn't it? Well, that's right. You don't want to be silent, not like the pest mode. You want to enjoy that <laughs> silence. <laughs> oh, dear, that was that was yeah, cheesy. Um, yeah, you know, just I a little bit. <laughs> I'm glad you chose it. Yes, I'm glad (laughs) you chose it. I couldn't find, um, I think there were a couple of others that you wanted as well, and I couldn't find them, but uh, that one was quite sweet. It's a bit of a throwback there. (laughs) It is, it is. It's a good song. But yeah, we don't want to stay silent online because otherwise people won't know who we are and the value you bring, and they won't get to know anything about it. So you want to make sure that you're being out there, finding your voice, and being authentic about who you are. Yeah, and, and that that's not, having the right content. Yeah, that is about content, isn't it? Well, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's what you put in your profile, and it's also what you actually say when you start engaging on the platform as well. Okay, and you want to keep it all kind of in keeping with uh, how you speak naturally. So you want to be using really natural language, and you don't want to sound too needy or too demanding. Especially if you're currently <laughs> no. looking for employment. <laughs> and I'm like, please no, help me. I need a job. <laughs> Employ me now. <laughs> Although there are some um, some brand new features to LinkedIn that helps you kind of say you need a job. So it's interesting you, that uh, you mentioned that because there's a, a feature called Open to Work on the profile. It sits on, on, on your profile. It's at the very top under your name and your headline. Okay. And by activating it, you well, there's two options. Firstly, you can let rec- recruiters know that you're open to work so that they'll find you in search. But you might wind up, particularly if you're in the job market, to let anybody know you're open to work. And then you can also finally add a frame to your profile, just like you can put a frame on your um, profile photo on, on say, Facebook. Okay. And this, this frame sits around the outside. It's sort of a green, um, a green strip that says open to work. And you're signifying to people who view your profile that you're in the job market, essentially. Brilliant, brilliant. Yes, I know exactly the type of thing that you mean because I just recently um, looked for that new frame for my Facebook um, profile because I wanted to say, yes, great job, Mark, keep the borders closed. And uh, there was a little frame that allowed you to say that hashtag um whatever it was, keep the borders closed, which is what uh, Mark McGowan has been on about. He'll be a guest straight after you. So um, I know what you mean. So that little open to work immediately tells a lot of people all about you and uh, positions you there as somebody who is able to sit down and have a conversation and have a look at uh, what's happening on the rest of your profile because if you are open to work the very next thing that people are going to do is they're going to go to your about section find out who you are and then they might look at your activity right yeah because if they scroll down i mean the about section sits fairly close to the top and that's where you get to uh, tell your your i suppose your story where you're going where you've been why you all that it's, like, it's almost, almost like a a cover letter essentially, okay. but quite yes. broad um, in, in the LinkedIn sense. But you've only got the first few lines to capture attention before people, you know, people won't, won't see it unless they click um, see more. But if they keep scrolling down, the next thing they see is activity and that's where they get a sense of who you are, a sense of what you're interested in, what you engage with. And a lot of people, you know, may not use that section if they don't know what to do with LinkedIn. And some of our listeners are not really tech savvy. So the one thing that I do like about LinkedIn is I don't find it a difficult platform to use. It's fairly straightforward and setting up your own page is really quite simple. It has a little pencil icon along all the way down on every section and that literally just is an edit button. And as soon as you click on the pencil icon, it will open up any one of those sections for you. And then you can go in there and make sure that it's up to date. You know, those of you who have unfortunately maybe stepped out of employment over the last three or four months, you might not have revisited your LinkedIn profile yet. And that's going to be one of the key ways, especially here in Australia, um, I know we've got a really diverse community, but I was really surprised at how much recruiters are using LinkedIn as a business platform, which is really trending for recruitment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's one of the um, the types of licenses you can you can purchase. Recruiters buy the recruiter um, license, which costs a lot of money, 
but it gives them access to a lot of data, including job seekers, which is why having that um, those features turned on, like telling the job seekers you are available for work, makes their job easier because then they can you know match you together. Whereas if you haven't got it turned on, you know they, they might approach you, but they don't. They're just guessing. They're taking a stab in the dark as to whether you're actually in the job market or not. Yeah, it's a bit of a needle in a haystack unless you really are saying that you're there and you, you're willing to have a conversation. Now, along mm. the top ribbon, there are some different sections in there. Talk us through those. So do you mean right at the top where it's got home, my network, that sort of thing? Yes, just briefly. And yeah. then let's talk about the search yeah. button. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so the controls at the top, you've got obviously the home, which takes you to the home page where, where the news feed is and um, all the content from all your connections and things you're following. The second icon is my network, which is where you manage your connections, your incoming connection requests, uh, the, the connection requests you've actually sent out. You can get to that as well and um, remove them or uh, resend them if, um, if they've been missed. The next one over is jobs. So this is quite pertinent um, if you're in the job market. So this is where you'll go and uh, have a look at your, your profile in terms of your, your job profile. Um, now, with the jobs area, you can you can sort of tell LinkedIn what kind of jobs you're interested in and keep a track on them. So if, say, you're looking for um, a job in, I don't know, content marketing or event management, you, you can have the alerts turned on so that when these jobs are listed, you get an email with all the job listings coming up. So it's a nice, um, a nice reminder to save you being in LinkedIn all the time. Now, in the jobs area, there's a couple of new features I'll just mention which are quite useful. Um, so when you go to jobs, you see the start at the top, it's got save jobs, applied jobs, job alerts. So that's what I was just talking about. You've got salary, which is just some research. But onto the more area, there's a feature called interview prep and resume builder. Now the resume builder, you know, it just pulls together a resume based on your profile. So, you know, obviously you need to have some information in there, but I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that's a good resume. I, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd recommend getting a resume built by someone who's an expert in that field. But the interview prep area allows you to, um, I guess, practice your interview techniques. So it okay. gives you a whole range of questions and you you can record on video your answers to the questions, which might be a little bit intimidating, but it's not going anywhere. It's not public. Why you're recording it, though, is the um, back-end artificial intelligence is giving you feedback in how you speak, how you answer questions. So it tells you things like, um, are you including filler words, like I just did that, um, for, for demonstrations, <laughs> like arms, ahs, but yes. it, it gives you feedback on all those sorts of extra words you're putting in. Because often we're not aware of when we're speaking, the words that we actually just put in when we're thinking out loud. It also gives us feedback on how fast we speak or how slow we speak. Because if, we, if we're a little bit nervous, we might speak faster. Like it, it helps you sort of fine-tune. So you can keep answering all sorts of questions so that when it comes to the interview point, you're already well-versed because you've been talking talking through it all. Perfect. So that's quite useful. Yes, yeah. that's great. And not too complicated to use by the looks of it. No, everything on LinkedIn is fairly simple. It's just knowing firstly it, it exists and where to find it. I mean, this, this feature is hidden. You have, you've got to go to jobs. You've got to go under the more area and then see it. Otherwise, you just, yeah, you wouldn't know it's even there. Yes. So the, so the jobs area is quite important. And I'll keep moving along the bars. So the next one is messages. So this is, this is your inbox, essentially, your private messages that you get from other members on LinkedIn or recruiters. And then you've got notifications, which are the um, interactions with, you know, between yourself and other people or little little suggestions for, which I, I call social triggers, for interaction with people based on their anniversaries, um, something that they've achieved, and that keeps moving along. And then you've got me, which is where all your own personal settings are and your access to your profile. And um, then you've got the work area, which is where things like groups live. Um, if you're into, if you actually want to post the job, if you're an employer, that's where you would go as well, which is a paid feature. Um, and also LinkedIn Learning sits in there as well, which is a, a learning platform. It's got lots of courses. Now, learning is part of premium, but there are some free courses that LinkedIn have released since all this um, disruptions happened, particularly in that top list. Uh, they've released a top list of industries that are um, are recommended in terms of um, job opportunities and things that like, I know graphic design on the, was on the list and a few other tech sort of roles so there are ch- um, courses related to those industries that are all, are all free that they're looking at 
And those little micro-learnings, they're perfect. Thank you so much for that. That's that's made that so much clearer. And uh, the micro-learnings which they do offer up there in that top corner are so valuable and so easy to use as well. Um, And they just take you through on a guided sort of facilitated learning and you uh, you can also then start engaging with whoever has written the um, the little uh, learning module and uh, they'll get back to you with any questions that you might have with answers. So so that's really helpful as well. Yeah, and it's really high quality content too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of courses available on the web that LinkedIn are quite particular about what courses they allow to be published on their platform. So, you know, you're getting really top quality stuff. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Now, if you click into the search button, um, a lot of people think that they have to just only look for people's names in there or companies' names, but there are lots of other opportunities in there as well, aren't there? Absolutely. So, yeah, you can search for people if you, if you know their names, but you can also search for jobs, so job titles. So if you're looking for what's available in the job listings, you can look for content as well. Um, so if you're looking for blogs or articles about different topics, so if you're doing some research in your industry, you want to find out what's current, what's you know what's uh, trending, you can look for companies. So if you want to, if you're looking for uh, construction firms in Perth, you can spot, you know put those words in, find a list of them, and then go into the company pages maybe and look for the employees, uh, look for people you know or people in those decision maker roles. You've also got schools. Um, you've got groups you can search for, which are essentially communities, and you can also search for events because events are a fairly new feature. But all those things, there's the categories of things you can search for. But if we go back to people, if you're searching for people, you may not necessarily know their names, but you might know their job titles. So if you're in the job market, you might be looking for the HR manager or the, the decision maker in that particular role. If you type in the title of the role, it's going to bring up people, jobs, companies, Again, and they can refine that search further. So it helps you research and find the right people. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And when you are in the jobs tab, I know that you can there, um, you can also define it even uh, further down by creating some filters. And then once you've got some cool filters on it, people are definitely going to be able to find you and you're going to be able to find the jobs that are specific to you. Unless, of course, you're somebody like Joe Saunders or Caroline Marshall, jack of all trades. And uh, I, I won't say master of none. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I guess you've got to look at all the different roles you can go for. But if you go into the job um, area of search, um, you've got the filters, so you can look for um, date posted. So if you're looking for a brand new posted job, um, experience level, company, job type, and those sorts of things. But where it's useful is if you're putting together, like, like say your you know your job's a bit shaky, or you've or you've just been made um, redundant or something like that, um, you might be wanting to research. You know, how should you put yourself out there? Um, well, what you know, and you might start with well, what roles are you actually going for? What language are they using in the job ads? And you can you can also do this on Seek as well, Seek and Indeed and whatever else you're using. But um, in the LinkedIn platform, you're already here. But it's looking for language and the way that they phrase things so that you can match it in your profile, provided you can do those things. Obviously, exactly right. Look, I'm enjoying our conversation, Joe. Thanks again for jumping on board with me this afternoon. We're going to listen to a couple of tracks and we'll be back, listeners. If you've got any questions for Joe Saunders, she's a LinkedIn expert, please pop them onto our Inspire Radio online Facebook page and I will make sure that I ask those questions. Let's pick her brains while we've got her free of charge on air. This is uh, Coffee with Caro and you're on Inspire Radio. It is 2.32pm on the 31st of July and I've got Joe Saunders with me. I like that choice, The weekend, Blinding Lights. That was good. It's, it's good, isn't it? It's really upbeat and uplifting. Yeah. yeah. Bossing, hey, talking, away. Yeah, talking about uplifting, when you and I were chatting earlier on, we were talking about people who are not doing so well. How have you yeah. found it? Have you found a lot of clients um, getting hold of you? You know, how, how are people going? Yeah, well, I guess there's um, a few groups of people. There's people who run a business who, you know, are cruising along, doing as normal as, as ever. Some businesses obviously um, a little bit more challenged with what they're doing. And then there's people who are in the job market who, ha- you know, have been challenged um, in terms of their, I suppose, role, security and that sort of thing. And then people who've obviously been let go. There's a whole range of people. But I think I think it's been, um, it's been difficult to, 
obviously during this time. I mean, it, it goes without saying. But what I love about LinkedIn is it helps us stay connected. But obviously, yeah. it starts with having the right mindset in the first place. You've got to be open to connecting, you know. Yeah. We were talking about yeah. mindset earlier on, and we're going to come back with some more stuff around mindset and motivation and how do you keep your self-belief going. We'll just take a short break and be back shortly. This is Coffee with Caro. It's really important to prioritize your mental health at the moment. Just taking care of your stress levels and your anxieties at this time, it's vitally important. If you feel you're not motivated, um, have a look around and see what your blocks are. Clearly, if you've recently lost your job, um, that's going to be hard for you to deal with right now. But you need to opt for mental health and make sure that you are taking care of yourself first and foremost that's that's got to be your priority we are waiting for our special guest mark mcgowan to turn up later on this afternoon he'll be on just shortly after three o'clock with gabby and ria and aria and i know that the girls are looking forward to that we all are actually a little bit of excitement and a little bit of hype here in the studio but right now my guest is uh joe saunders and she's from wildfire social marketing joe we were talking about mental mental health and keeping your motivation up have you got anything that you want to contribute yeah i mean it can you can feel a little bit down and um and and challenged but i think connecting to other people particularly other people going through what you're going through is important to you know for that support but also looking around you and looking for people who can be kind of like mentors people that can help you through those challenging times who can help you see more like one of the things I love to do when I'm working with clients, whether they're in the job market or you know just building their brand, is helping them see what they can't see. Particularly when they're in a, you know, if you're in that sort of negative sort of space at the moment, sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees. Yes. And it's, it's looking at how, you know, some of the ma- amazing things you've done, how you can bring that together and bring your, you know, your skill set and your personality in, into that online presence as yes. well. I mean, that, that's part of it. But um, but also like I said, staying connected and. I think the big one is, is if you are stuck, I mean, other than applying for jobs and doing research, keep learning, keep um, taking taking um, part in professional and personal development. I think that's key. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And it's okay with um, not being highly productive right now. If you if you having some downtime, just take the opportunity to go over your resume and your cover letter, check out your LinkedIn profile, do some of that homework, do some of that background stuff, you know, and don't stress about not being highly productive. If you're doing a little micro learning as Joe has recommended, then that's going to be something you can put onto your resume. You can add that. So when you do manage to achieve the opportunity to go into interview, you can then go into interview and you can when the interviewee says what have you been doing with yourself lately you can then say oh well funny you should ask I've actually been um, doing a micro learning uh, module on let's say for example QuickBooks and you've been upskilling on that so use this time uh, to be you know inward facing a little bit and just to go and redress and prepare for the recovery as it starts don't just be okay with not being highly productive right now because you might find some days you're not as highly motivated as others um, to get through all the tasks that you have planned. But then on other days, you've probably got no focus at all. And it's okay. Nothing um, is normal right now. And we all need to listen to ourselves and take care of ourselves, go through your checklist and prioritize what has to be done and what can be moved to the next day. Don't forget to ask your partner your family your friends to be of a support to you when you're going through this tough time uh joe you've been uh traveling a little bit you were telling me about a recent trip that you did share with us what you've been up to yeah so um obviously i did quite a fair bit of training and that's all been put on hold um i'll say put on hold but a lot of my training now has been delivered virtually so that's been good, but some was put on hold. So last week I was um, invited up to Karatha to deliver some face-to-face training for, for the chamber up there for, for a program that they've run for small business. And it was their first in-person event and also my like I said, my first in-person event in quite a while, plus first <laughs> actual trip on a plane, which is exciting. Um, so it, it, just feels, it just feels like we're getting a bit back to whatever this new version of normal is in WA. <laughs> 
Yeah, we said near him and got it clear, yeah. Well, I say new normal. I mean, what is normal anyway? And I think we're redefining it. I think what we're doing over here right now is, um, you know, is great. I, you know, I'm full support for what, um, you know, our restrictions and, and whatever. I think it's been, it's kept us in good stead. Yeah, it's definitely kept us safe and made sure that uh, we're able to continue to conduct business more or less normally. Um, it is important, as I said, to uh, to get around as much as you can because we in WA still have got that opportunity to move around. But if you're one of those vulnerable people, then schedule a virtual get-together with friends. Have you done any of those, Joe? Oh, lots of them. So I run in a a networking event called LinkedIn Local Perth, which is all about meeting your LinkedIn network in person. Now, obviously, we can't do the in-person, so we've made it online. So people can join us by Zoom. And it's a nice small group generally. I mean, what, anywhere between sort of 15 to 30 people. So it's small, um, intimate, but um, really nice to stay connected. And I think if you're quite a social person, staying connected is key. Yeah, yeah. And doing it even on Zoom, that's, you know, I see that uh, there's a lot of craziness happening. I see people wearing funny hats and really trying to still show their personality just because you're not meeting in person doesn't mean that you can't be having a good time and having a little bit of fun, right? Well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, we do a lot of fun. And I know you've been to one of our events um, or maybe a couple of them. Yeah. And we we do things like we have a virtual – when we run a a face-to-face event, Fun is, is one of the elements. We have to be having fun. So we have a photo booth because uh, one of our partners has a photo booth. So we try to emulate that online by getting our guests to put on some fun prop and we take a <laughs> screenshot where we're all pulling funny faces, <laughs> which is great. And they call this hard work <laughs> and business. Don't think you've got us fooled. You're on Coffee with Caro. My guest is Joe Saunders. We've got just about 10 minutes left before 3 o'clock and the weather is still holding up for us. It's 18 degrees at the moment in Perth and it is Friday the 31st of July. Just a quick traffic update. There is um, There are a couple of alerts, so I just want to share those with you. Quinana Freeway northbound, the Row Highway at Bibra Lake, there has been, uh, the left emergency lane is blocked. So be careful. Extreme caution must be exercised, please. There is a little bit of congestion there, but a tow truck is on its way. So that's on the Quinana Freeway northbound at the Row Highway Bibra Lake um, exit. Then on Old Coast Road, southbound at Oakley Drive, Hall's Head, there's been a road crash. It's just a light impact, but the right-hand lane is blocked. Emergency services are on site, so please be cautious around there if you're up at Hall's Head. The AFL Round 9, Carlton versus Hawthorne, is uh, coming up at Victoria Drive. So, Victoria Drive in both directions from the Graham Farmer Freeway to Great Eastern Highway uh, leading to the Optus Stadium at Burswood. So that's a special event. So remember, if you're going to the AFL to watch the Round 9, Carlton versus Hawthorne, uh, that's the way you're going to get around there. And um, I think that's it. No, there's another one. Uh, if you look at – if you're going anywhere near the, the – Mitchell Freeway northbound just before Whitford's Avenue. There's been a breakdown there as well. So the left emergency lane is blocked and just be careful. But a tow truck is on its way. And then on the Bustle Highway, we still have that accident that is causing some restrictions. So um, that's the one near Yallyup. So be careful. There's a, a crash right near Sewers Road. So if you can get around that somehow, do so. I don't know how you would. Um, Tonkin Highway South bound to the airport, uh, near airport driving Kewdale. There is debris on the road. Somebody has lost their load and the entire centre lane has been blocked. So be careful of that congestion. I am speaking to Joe, and that is just about all I've got from main roads. Yes, sorry about that. Um, I'm speaking to Joe Saunders from, from LinkedIn. She's a LinkedIn expert and we've been talking a little bit about mindset and staying motivated and we want to stay motivated because at the top of the hour at three o'clock, we've got, um, we've got Gabby and Ria coming on and at some point in time this afternoon, we are going to be speaking to Premier Mark McGowan and so the girls are really excited. I know they are in the building already and I'm looking forward to hearing 
everything that they've got to chat to him about. So if you want to send in any questions for Mark McGowan, please do so now. The other thing which we still have running is our good Anya mate. Um competition and that is we are taking nominations on Monday during our launch that's Monday the 3rd of August we're going to be announcing the first winner of our good on your mate prize so 50 words or less just hit us up on our socials and let us know why you're nominating somebody what have they done to go above and beyond to go um, that extra mile before I come back to Joe Saunders we're going to take a little bit of pressure down and we're back Joe. we were just talking off air Joe, about your upcoming workshop tell us about that before we go off air Yes, I I run workshops all the time. Most of them are online and this particular one is. It's about your LinkedIn um, mindset. So it's bringing together elements of your own mindset where you are now and we even measure your mindset and look at then how you can use that and develop it uh, in order to use LinkedIn more effectively. So this this tool that exists measures things like your future focus, idea, idea generation, execution, self-confidence, optimism, persistence, interpersonal sensitivity, um, independence, preference for limited structure, non-conformity, risk acceptance, action-oriented, passion and need to achieve. All these things are part of called the um, entrepreneurial and mindset profile tool, which we measure in the work in the workshop and then we look at how we apply that to LinkedIn. So it's a pilot program on August the 13th in the morning. That sounds absolutely brilliant. Now, I've put up a link to that pilot program for you onto our Facebook page. So that's LinkedIn Mindset with Jo Saunders, LinkedIn expert. She is a national treasure, this one. Um, So if you're wanting to get involved, this is all about mindset and staying motivated. She is promising that we're going to have some really nice entry-level ticket prices there. So you want to talk about your entrepreneurial mindset. That's what you want to be doing. Joe, it's easy enough to just click on the link and book tickets there? Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's on my Facebook page. You've shared the link on your page. Um, it, yeah, it, it's pretty much everywhere you'll, you'll find it. So it's just clicking the link uh, and booking. Yep. Brilliant. I want to say thank you so, so much for being on Coffee with Caro today. You're an absolute gem. It's been fantastic having you with me this afternoon. And thank you also for helping me drive the tunes that we've been listening to. I like a little bit of uh, Throwback Friday. So that's been really cool. Thank you. I love a bit of 80s and a bit of, you know, a bit of stuff, even new 80s sounding music. My, my jam at the moment. Uh, I love it. I'm so glad you've got a jam. That sounds so good. <laughs> I'm going to use that if I may. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Joe. once again, thank you for being a guest on Coffee with Cara. And I know we're going to have you back on very, very soon. I am just about to hand over to Ria and Gabby. Ria is in the house. Are you there, Ria? Good afternoon, everyone. How are you? All good. All good. So nice to have you guys here. Are you excited about your interview? Yes. I'm like. I'm just excited. Brilliant, brilliant. I think I may have had your mic off. Do you want to say that again? I'm so sorry. So excited excited that I'm like, I could jump. (laughs) (laughs) Very excited. So Gabby and Ria are now here and we're hanging out to um, hear their sessions. Obviously, you're going to be speaking to Mark McGowan. My guest has been Joe Saunders, a LinkedIn expert. Joe, thank you so much once again for being with us today. Thank you for having me. That's a pleasure. I'm going to see us out with one of your favourites. It's been Caroline Marshall on Coffee with Caro. This is Spandau Ballet with True. Thank you to Joe.